0: <laughs> i found some good fucking shit though man okay
1: good 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 because uh i got i got some costuming notes and that's like kind of it <laughs> i'm gonna
0: yeah, blow so your mind with the stuff i found I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> seriously right. I, I think you'll be, I'll be, you'll be i'm you'll excited like it. Okay. for it yes we ready yeah hello gentle listeners welcome to the diogenes club podcast of buffy slayer of the vampires there are spoilers ahead and swears ahead so if those aren't your thing please turn off the podcast this time We'll be discussing Buffy Season 2, Episode 4, Inca Mummy Girl, wherein Zender continues his streak. (laughs) (laughs) As always, I am Jen, and this is Snard. Michelle. If you insist. (laughs) We are the sisters, (laughs) Tuckett. Indeed we are. Okay, before we get to this episode, I was pondering, after we finished uh, recording the last one, about how we were talking about how the, the show deciding not to kill off certain characters. And I think that's actually a great thing to learn from. Uh, it's important to be flexible in the creative process. Um, Like, Can you imagine, the two characters we were discussing, of course, are Spike and Faith, can you imagine this show without Spike after What's My Line or Faith after Bad Girls? And can you imagine Angel the Series without these two people?
1: Oh, yeah, that's a really good point.
0: If they had gone with their original plan, we wouldn't have had Faith's episodes on Angel the Series, which were phenomenal.
1: That's very true. Well, I... (laughs) I guess that, um, you know, and of course I have that, uh, confirmation bias thing going on. Um, but it's like the story was done. The story was out there and needed to be done a certain way. And so it just made these things happen. Right. You know?
0: And, uh, I mean, when I used to write fiction, I, I, and I think, have we talked about this in the podcast yet? I don't that, know if um, we have. How sometimes, if you're writing fiction, your characters just do shit. Like oh, yeah, you, they you fuck can have, off and do their own <laughs> they thing. They do, they fuck off all yeah. the
1: time. Um, I had a character come out to me as gay after I was trying to write a romance. <laughs> right. I'm like, well, that's uh, going <laughs> to require some editing.
0: Right. <laughs> and, you know, and, and that. So it's important to kind of go with the flow on that one. So, anyway, oh, yeah. I was just thinking about that. It's not. I mean, who cares about that on a podcast, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I thought it was really, it, it's really interesting to think about that. Kind of thing. That is really interesting. So should we, uh, is there anything you want to talk about otherwise or um, before we get into the, uh, actual thing?
1: Not in particular, no. Okay. Mm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling like we should just dive right into this, Buffy. Let's
0: dive right in. Yeah. So we open outside the Sunnydale Museum of all places. Uh, Buffy <laughs> says that something is unfair and it turns out that Joyce, that little scamp signed up to have a foreign exchange student stay with him for two weeks. There are, um, in fact, many foreign exchange students who lost the foreign exchange lottery and are headed to the <laughs> Hellmouth.
1: It's just like getting called on your mission to, like, Provo or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't get to <laughs> learn a language and I get eaten by...
1: Yeah, which, which, by the way,
0: you know, Provo is where all the
1: Mormons are in Utah, it seems like.
0: And and, and uh, the, the purpose of your mission is convert people. So um, yeah. you're already going to Mecca. It, you and, are literally you know... preaching to the choir. Right. <laughs> if people are... Not gonna be Mormon here. They're not gonna be Mormon here. Yeah. <laughs> they are. They already are. So, yeah. I mean, I, you know. I know they still are able to, but it's just that's the ultimate booby prize, right? It is. Yeah, it is. and you don't get to learn the language. <laughs> so, uh, the museum exhibit is part of this foreign exchange uh, fun, and uh, and there will also be a dance. Hmm. Willow is excited about her costume to said dance, and it is pretty awesome, if perhaps a little warm. Uh, Buffy is just dying to nothing. Buffy is still not excited about having a total stranger in her house, and look out for season five, then girlfriend, and especially (laughs) for season seven, (laughs) 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 she'll be up to her ears in strangers in her house. (laughs) Xander thinks that the the student exchange program is cool, and uh, it reminds him of the fun time he had when his dad tried to send him to some Armenians. And I hope, I hope he's kidding, but he doesn't, he he doesn't, doesn't seem, seem to, be, to be kidding. He doesn't seem to be kidding. No, yeah. No. I, I'm sure the Armenians were lovely people, though. And okay. he might have been better off.
1: Well, it <laughs> makes me wonder if his dad has like some kind of gambling debts or something. Perhaps,
0: that would explain a great deal. Yeah.
1: We know <laughs> his mom works at the drive-thru. That's
0: all we really know <laughs> so far. And Yeah, that they're little. And she has no idea who he is. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So inside the museum, Cordelia is looking over an exchange student brochure of some sort. She's it's like the exchange student <laughs> yearbook, her catalog. Or well, I think, I mean, she's she's pointing out hers, and apparently, you can order humans a la carte. I guess, um, <laughs> and it's a good thing that Sunnydale's hordes of vampires haven't heard of this. I, know, I was just thinking that because <laughs> I'd be like, ooh, they ooh. <laughs> do like me, a swarthy <laughs> one. <This> picture- <laughs> This picture Drusilla, like, oh, this one's nice. He looks like he could be at the temple. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll feed him cakes. Miss um, Edith thinks he wants to come home. Drew, Drew and Miss Edith picking out an exchange <laughs> dinner for them to eat. it would be awesome. So uh, Cordy's dish is named Sven. Buffy inquires and Cordy and tells her that Sven is, is Swedish and gorgeous and wonders if Buffy's is equally dishy. Buffy says that uh, all she knows, because apparently she didn't get a brochure, or maybe Joyce didn't either, uh, is a guy. Uh, (laughs) Cordelia can't believe that Buffy didn't even approve a picture yet, because woe to the person who scores an ugly exchange student. And hey, Cordelia's back, you guys. (laughs) I do have to point but out, though, that Buffy just walks right up to Cordy and her friends, and Cordy happily engages her in conversation. No insults. No, I can't admit them hanging out with you. Nothing like that. It's quite cordial and even friendly, and Cordy's friends even drop back so she and Buffy can That's chat. That's very
1: true, and she is matching up. She's wearing yes. the white this time, and everybody else is in kind of basic Scoobies. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, so yep. yeah, she's totally with the Scoobies. Yep,
0: yep. Cordelia style. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. No. No. Scooby Doo T-shirts for this girl. <laughs>
0: no, never. <laughs> uh, the news of Buffy's exchange student, of course, doesn't go over well with Xander because menfolk have men parts, and uh, Willow <laughs> thinks that his ideas about the beauty of melding two cultures should still apply. But Xander insists that you know men parts. Uh, they okay. spot your because
1: all men parts only want to match up with women parts. We know this. <laughs> right.
0: Couldn't possibly get like a gay exchange student or an exchange student who didn't have feelings for Buffy. Yeah, yeah, that could yeah. never happen. I, no, it really wouldn't, though. <laughs> Not in this show. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, her names in the titles. You got everybody know, yeah. after. Well, it's, it's
1: just as well what happens to the exchange student because otherwise he'd fall for Buffy, get eaten by Spike, and then he'd still be dead. True. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> at, least at least it's quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they spot future Rhodes scholar Rodney Munson, who is, um, <laughs> scraping at a priceless artifact with an implement while growling at passersby. Sure, why not?
1: Yeah. Uh, and where are the docents? Okay, I remember I this actually happened to me fairly recently. It was like two years ago and, and we, I was, and we have
0: some kick ass museums here with great exhibits that come through. We really
1: do. Actually I was in um I think it was in San Francisco. Oh nice. And uh so Alex and I were at a museum and we were just we leaned in, like just a little to look at the detail in one little tiny bit of the painting mm. and this guy was, like, all up in our faces, like, immediately. We weren't even within a foot. And he's right. like, you guys, you need to give four feet to the art. <laughs> so, I'm just, this wouldn't be happening. But no. it's fine. It's Sunnydale. It's Sunnydale.
0: It is Sunnydale. I mean, it
1: is Sunnydale. <laughs> maybe maybe everything is actually kind of too magical. And so, the only guy who's, like, it's the literal red shirt is just right. chucked in there. He's like, okay, you do the, the Inca Money exhibit. Yeah. You do the Inca Money exhibit. And we're all going to fuck off. It's like the cemetery
0: yes well and and i mean considering what gets done to that exhibit and they don't seem to give a shit yeah uh this is the least of their problems yeah, i and, suppose
1: <laughs> And people just coming in and out at all hours yeah. <laughs> does does buffy have a skeleton key or she's got it... the
0: slayer skeleton key where she just snaps it that's, no that's true and then giles probably has a lockpick set i would guarantee that yes, yes
1: he probably has it in does, his little tweak pocket
0: does he in the show I can't remember. I... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He it. does because
1: yeah. Cordelia's like you really were oh, a little teenage hoodlum, yeah, weren't you? That's right. <laughs> Actually, he's using her bobby pins, even yeah. like even worse. <laughs> but you know he has a lock picking oh, set,
0: absolutely. <laughs> so uh, Xander makes some cutting observations about Rodney, and Willow says it's only because of that time he beat you up every day for five years, <laughs> 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 and that'll do it. <laughs> Buffy is amused and volunteers to stop Rodney from defacing the priceless artifact, but Willow prefers non-violence, so she steps in. Buffy doesn't think she's al- she always uses violence, and I think Xander is teasing her when he says the important thing is you believe that, or that's like how you, te- you kid a violent person. But um, that is his kind of humor. Uh, I will say, though, that yes, Buffy is violent, and no, I don't think that's a bad thing at all. And also, oh. dude just growled at someone. This is the Hellmouth, people. Remember what happened when you, let, you didn't let her go in and deal with the bullies in the hyena house? Send in the Slayer. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, because she, she could
1: probably at least do violence away from the art. Right. She, She's already less, destroying something. Less
0: damage would be done to that thing yeah, and if Buffy is, just took probably, care of it.
1: What is he doing? I bet. So my head cannon here. Mm-hmm. He's doing magic. Oh, He's interesting. collecting stuff to do a spell to get his grades up or something like that. That is interesting. Because he is just going around like... And he's got the baggie. He came prepared to get something out of this exhibit. And he seems like the kind of kid who would just fuck off and cut class. Oh, yeah. If he wasn't actually interested in being there. So he has that, and then he tries to take the plate away from the mm-hmm. the mummy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bet he's
0: that's actually
1: like doing magic. And maybe when, that's how Willow knows it.
0: Well, we definitely have... Um, evidence for other students doing magic uh illegal magic oh yes so yeah much 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 that's, that's a it's a very good theory actually yeah, i like that very that much. is my
1: theory yeah. because otherwise why the fuck would he be doing it? and why would he be insisting on doing it
0: right with the growling yeah yeah
1: because he could just be like er and then walk away but
0: he's yeah, you know i like that it's more than he bargained for <laughs> he does. <laughs> yeah. uh, willow does prove to be a rather uh, rather good at negotiating with rodney munson though convincing him uh, to stop with the defacing because she's been tutoring him in chemistry and sadly not even willow can help if he doesn't know anything about the periodic table uh however <laughs> we cannot linger on rodney and his oddness because the museum guide is ready to provide us with both exposition and our episodes overall metaphor and the museum is a mummy, and that mummy came about because a teenage girl was sacrificed, buried alive, by the way, as Buffy was in nightmares to protect her tribe, one girl in all the Incan society, let's say. <laughs> uh, Xander notes that despite Willow's hopes, instead of living happily ever after, the girl ended up being a scary, discolored, uh, shriveled mummy, and does anybody remember what Buffy's body looks like in bargaining before she comes back to life? Ooh. Me too.
1: Yeah. That's a good point. Doza. Yeah. Also, <coughs> it does drive me crazy how everyone just talks over this museum guide.
0: I know that's rude. I mean, Super rude. I've mentioned this before, but we are nice girls from Utah, and you do not do that. <laughs> no, you, don't. you
1: listen. You at least pretend to listen. If somebody is talking to you, you just smile and nod and uh-huh. act like you're listening to both of them because you don't want to offend anybody. <laughs>
0: right. That's what nice <laughs> girls from Utah yeah. do. Uh-huh. But yeah, I mean, it's his job. It's giving you important information. And yeah, you totally. know, The plot. if you'd
1: listened a little further, Buffy, you might have solved this before people die.
0: Well, it's probably because it's like history, and her brain just shuts off. <laughs> Oh, that's a good point. (laughs) She's got her history blockers up. History? (laughs) Oh. Yeah. Just her brain just shuts off. She can't even keep it open. (laughs) (laughs) Because she's so so about the then and now and then and and now and then. No. uh, So, Buffy's all about the now and does not give a shit about museum history or mummies or anything like that. She does want (laughs) to talk about exchange students. (laughs) Yes. And uh, the museum guide uh, also helpfully tells us that the mummy is protected by a cursed seal. Uh, uh, The plate kind, not the cute animal kind. (laughs) That would be (laughs) awesome. (laughs) 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 it's a warning to any who would wake her and i think they should have spelled things out a little bit better in their warning like they could have used the kinds of pictures that giles draws later in the series
1: yeah, yeah. or they could have put plexiglass oh yeah well, over the exhibit
0: have, yeah. that would have prevented a lot of problems <laughs> so, Uh, A condom for evil things, let's call it. (laughs) (laughs) For grabbing hands. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And listening mummy ears. Yes. So uh, Xander is still obsessed with the exchange student and his possessing of man parts. And they mention right in front of the mummy, his name, Ampada, and also where he'll be meeting Buffy, the bus station, and when he'll be meeting Buffy tomorrow night later everyone has cleared out except for Rodney who makes the unfortunate decision to steal the mummy's seal he breaks it though and the mummy kind of totally eats him <laughs> whoops yeah well, <laughs> she 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 kisses him to death uh, yeah 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 uh, and at least he won't have to worry about the chemistry test anymore i guess um and hang on <laughs> Something occurred to me while writing this recap, so it's established during the episode that the mummy girl is was awake and aware during her entire time as a mummy. I mean, she shows up at the bus station because she heard this kid yeah. talking well, about and it. and we she's do difficult. that cutaway
1: to her as if she's eavesdropping. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh,
0: so Rodney's a mummy now, and is he also awake and aware for the foreseeable future? Like are all of her victims slowly going insane in their desiccated bodies? That would really suck. Yeah, and and uh, and like really, 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 really. (laughs) And I I think Buffy needs to take a lesson from the boys in Supernatural and burn the bodies. Yes, salt and burn, (laughs) salt and burn all the bodies, salt and burn. Very
1: similar to Jedi approach too.
0: Yes, you know. Well, it's it's a warrior's death. It is. Romans did it. It's very very. It's a it's a it's -hmm. it's very respectful. Yes, they I should just have about
1: constant Viking funerals. Yes, in all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> cremation-only cemetery would solve yes. a lot of problems.
0: All the uh, problems. <laughs> all the problems. And in the future, <laughs> Buffy probably wishes that they had. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So at school, Buffy and Giles are training in the library while Xander studies. Uh, Buffy asks Giles if she can go to the dance, and basically beats the snot out of him the whole time he <laughs> resists. And no, Buffy, you don't use violence too much. Don't even worry no, about no, it. No, just, just don't fine. hit me in the face, okay? I just got these glasses. <laughs> <laughs>
1: love this like the, i've had i've had these discussions with my own mind Mm -hmm. before you know where my mind is telling me something and i'm like no
0: fuck you yeah (laughs) as buffy does with her own mind yeah uh, in a more literal and then
1: when she says yay i win it's like (laughs) like like he had a choice
0: (laughs) (laughs) i gotta say some some tidbits in the scene uh, Buffy would occasionally like to be the overlooked one rather than the chosen one, and I'm sure the mummy would agree. And slaying requires certain sacrifices, drawing a line in her right from Incan's sacrifice to Buffy. And uh, she hasn't even gotten started on what she'll have to sacrifice in this series either, because the answer is everything. Everything. Um, Giles is worried about Buffy's cover being blown with an exchange student living with her. Uh, plus, I'm so stuffy, give me a scone. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Buffy. <laughs> so violence works, and Giles does indeed finally give in and go to get some ice. <laughs> uh, Xander is excited about Buffy's presence at the dance because he was hoping to avoid going just with Willow. You know, his best friend. Oh, God, yeesh. So now we know
1: why Willow's been wearing red
0: because <laughs> she's hurt. Yeah, and yeah. she walks in and she overhears this. Oh yeah, yeah. And because uh, I mean, because yeah. Buffy is continuing to ship Xander and Willow, and. And honestly, I can't tell here if Buffy knows that Willow has come into the library or not. Uh, But she tries to get Xander to say something nice about Willow's lips. And this backfires rather horribly with Xander explaining in painful detail about how he only has friendship feelings for Willow with her standing right
1: there. Yeah. Well, see, Buffy's already off. She's been off this like Oh, it's going to get so much worse. Yeah. (laughs) So there's something going on with her. And we were were discussing it a little bit um, before we started recording. But... Yeah, I yeah I think it's that she's going into like Slayer safe mode, like work mode.
0: Yeah, I, I and yeah, well, and, and Giles did just mention her cover identity, and so she's trying, and then she wants to be the overlooked one. I yeah, think should, yeah, there's a lot going on with Buffy. Yeah, she's and, got and, a
1: lot of inner conflict, and and it's yeah. just being conflated with this person intruding into her life. So she's actually, you know, so instead of even just being able to be the Slayer in her bedroom right. with the door closed alone, you know, she's going to have to be cover story 24 7 yeah so i can see how you just put the dampers down
0: yeah and and I'll, I'll call it out as we go along but there's a lot of that yeah buffy is fucking off <laughs> yeah
1: she's not feeling good <laughs> no
0: and uh so willow is rather crestfallen and announces herself everyone tries to cover and at first it seems that willow is letting xander know that she overheard heard him but she's there to report that rodney munson is missing Nobody remembers seeing seeing him after the museum trip, and Xander jokes that he probably awakened the mummy, and then they're like, holy fucking shit, he totally awakened the mummy. That's exactly what (laughs) happened, we need to go.
1: (laughs) It's one of my favorite scenes in the episode. Oh, it's so great. (laughs)
0: Like, oh no. (laughs) And they're just laughing, like you would, and then, uh, oh. oh. (laughs) Yeah. So, now they're at the museum. (laughs) They found the broken seal, but the mummy is still there, so everything must be fine. Giles starts to have a gander at the pictograms on the seal, but he's interrupted when a guy pops out of the shadows and goes after them with a knife. Uh, the guy takes a good look at the mummy and runs off. Xander thinks he totally saved everybody, and I have to say, he hopped on that knife-waving dude like a champ. Not that this had anything to do with the guy running off, but still, nice job, Xander. Yeah, also, good job. Also, okay, here we go. What the fuck is with Buffy in this scene? She doesn't pick up on the mummy not being the original mummy, and she didn't do anything when Knife Guy showed up. And I mean, in almost every single episode before this, we've called out how good Buffy is at being the slayer. And... Even when we haven't called it out, she's been really good at it, like bravery and fighting and oh, yeah. slaying. She just CSI. saved the school
1: and maintained her secret identity with her mom right. in the last episode.
0: I mean, cause, I mean, what the hell? I mean, two episodes ago, girlfriend was able to glance at a shoe <laughs> and some tracks in the grass and figure out there was a grave robber in town.
1: It's <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> I, I st- I'm going with the work mode thing. You know, because I, if someone walks up to me and touches me and calls me sweetheart anywhere other than my job, they're <laughs> dead but it's true unless i know them but at my work i get touched multiple times a day and called many 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 different things sometimes it's even cunt about soy milk <laughs> right and i'm fine like it usually even takes me half an hour to an hour to even get upset about what just happened it's
0: true so and i will say to any of my coworkers who maybe have uh, started listening to the podcast i'm different huh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah <she is. laughs>
1: <laughs> of course, I, I work in the face to face public arena,
0: and you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's I mean, I I think you're totally onto something. I also mm-hmm. think, I mean, I think her desire to be the overlooked one, in general, is messing with her badassery. And oh yeah, I mean, cause, I mean we got I mean, there are a ton of questions. Like, did she get thrown off her game because she's thinking she's too violent? You know, yeah. is it Did her, her, her almost
1: defeat with Spike? Right. Cause her some self doubt, you know, because he, he's the first vampire to ever say, I'm going to kill you and right. almost succeed.
0: Yeah. And I mean, so, and it's kind of, and then we're kind of in this sort of thing where, I mean, are her heart and spirit having issues with each other uh, because Buffy's off or is she off because her heart and spirit are having issues with each other? I mean, I mean, the show wants us to notice this too, because it draws so much attention to Xander being in the fight and thus Buffy not being in the fight. So yes. this is something we're supposed to notice for sure.
1: Yeah, and um, she keeps saying multiple times throughout this, the show, I don't get it.
0: Right. And that's really weird for Buffy. And then we get to the end, we find out she's got it. And yeah. it's, it's really interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, because Slayer CSI is on hiatus so far this episode, uh, Willow <laughs> is the one who notices the, that the mummy now has braces, which means, of course, that Rodney is now a mummy. Um, I'll mention again our earlier question and possible repercussions of that for Rodney uh back in the library buffy's only contribution is that knife guy didn't seem very chatty and seriously buffy what the fuck girlfriend <laughs> and uh well notes how knife guy used uh he seemed to be uh, reacting to the mummy not so much being the mummy
1: yeah and and no one's gonna look at what kind of weapon he had or where it might have come from or they're that off. that seems like a giles thing they're off he would have been like
0: oh that's this kind of but... knife
1: with such and such cult and these yeah, priests exactly. back in this day and yeah yeah they're just they're Neda. all a little
0: muted mm-hmm. which is weird Um, So Giles says that he's uh, pretty out of his depth with this particular problem because the Sabancaya region of Peru is very remote. And I looked, and it does seem to be true, with about (laughs) six hours by bus from the nearest decent-sized town, population somewhere under 3,000 people. And then walking for what my veal-like office worker body could only sum up as a really long fucking time. (laughs) Uh, There's also a dormant volcano named Ampato. Uh, In 1995, the mummy of a girl who was killed with a blow to the head about 500 years ago was found after a glacier-melted nice-touch show. Yeah. Uh, the archaeologist who found her named her Juanita, and as far as I know, neither she nor the three other mummies who were found on the volcano in later years have killed anyone yet. Though she yeah. was mentioned on Bones. Maybe she's just following David Boreanaz around, which is not a bad plan, actually. <laughs> he is rather dishy. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a
1: uh, a crossover with Sleepy Hollow and Bones, so, uh, you yeah. know, you could hold out. Yeah. Could nice. see if something still happens, because Sleepy <laughs> Hollow definitely goes to the Buffy spot. <laughs>
0: Keep hope alive, Juanita. You might get him eventually. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Giles concludes that he might be able to find some answers in, in the seal and its pictograms, but that could take weeks. And Buffy suddenly remembers Empata. And seriously, this is slightly like Buffy's third line in the scene, and she's kind of moping around for the rest of it. Yeah. Anyway, she takes off for the bus, sta- bus station to pick up Empata. Uh, Xander, his jealousy reaching all kinds of strange new levels encourages Buffy to leave a human who is not only new in town, but new to the country at a bus station to what, Xander? Get eaten by a mummy? Yeah, or it, on the hell mouth, no less. No shit! Like... I mean, is that, is that the kind of thing that Xander's jealous brain was hoping for? Because I don't get his game plan here, and Buffy's heart and spirit are just all kinds of out of sorts in this episode. It's weird. Yeah, it is weird. Also weird... <laughs> and it's intentional, I have to say. Where's choice?
1: I I mean, I know it's not part of the story. Oh, she'll pop up the
0: end. (laughs) Jack in the box, Joyce.
1: Jack in the Joyce. Uh, No. (laughs) No, she's just like, I don't know. If I signed up somebody to come to the country and stay at my house, I might give them like a car ride home. Right. Just in case of neck rupture. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, just just let Buffy handle it. Yeah. Joyce, I mean, I know Here. Joyce has her own business and everything, but you could take 15 minutes to go and pick up this poor kid at the yeah, fucking bus or just station. Yeah, don't. Yeah,
1: sorry. But yeah, it, it's. The, uh, let me take my, my daughter, who I just don't want to have disappoint me again, and I don't think can follow through and on I, anything. And I think she's Sheila. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to send her to pick up this poor defenseless. Students, exchange yeah. student.
0: It's Joyce for you.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, it's not out of the ordinary. I just have to yeah, like But, I, but it's, it's good to call it out. And they and they do this mm-hmm. kind of stuff uh, intentionally because Christine Sutherland is in this episode. They could have gotten her easily to do an earlier scene. Oh, but no. So this is all intentional. Yes. Shit is just off. <laughs> <laughs> Buffy points out that the poor guy might not even know the language well and also thinks that maybe they'll be in luck and he'll know how to translate the pictograms. So... <laughs> We see poor Empata at the bus station waiting, and in something very reminiscent of the pack, I have to say, the mummy uses his name to get close enough to him to suck away his life force and kill him. And this made me think of something. In Restless, there will be a whole lot of interesting references to names, and in both the pack and in this episode, these are old evils. Ancient evils we're dealing with. 500 years for the mummy, of course, isn't ancient, but the power to draw someone in with their name is, I would think, uh, part of what people who have been through this similar ritual to the mummy can can do. And so human sacrifice has been around for a long time. So maybe there's a reason the first slayer doesn't have a name. She oh. was fighting ancient evil. It would have been a huge advantage. Uh, in, in the show alone, if you want to call on a god or a goddess, you use their name. Like Diana or Osiris, let's say. Uh, and having something's name gives you power over them. Yeah,
1: that's true. And let's, Ooh. I mean...
0: Let's revisit this a little bit more when we get to Restless and and keep an eye out for more references to names as as power. But here's another thing. (laughs) Uh, Both the pack and Inca Mummy Girl are Xander-centric, and Xander is Buffy's heart. Um, I think that's more evidence than ever that Buffy's heart is a Slayer heart, which is something that Snart and I have been discussing outside the podcast for quite a bit. Um, Her heart is attracted to other Slayers, though Buffy herself pushes them away, and also to demons because the Slayer is infused with demon powers, but hates vampires while Buffy herself is attracted to them. So something somewhat at odds with her heart, that Buffy. Yeah,
1: yeah, she definitely is. Although Ambata is about as close to a vampire as Xander's ever going to get.
0: Yeah, I would put her... Yeah, absolutely. I would still put her in the demon category, but absolutely. Oh, yeah. No, she's absolutely. definitely a demon. But she is,
1: especially in this point where we are wrestling with Buffy's sexuality, waking up in mm-hmm. the last episode and moving forward into um, a much deeper relationship with Angel. Um, you know, it's definitely worthwhile to investigate what that could look like. Definitely. Especially for her heart,
0: and I think the end result is uh, no. That's a horrible idea. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, a really bad idea. And uh, don't do that, Buffy. So, and, and this would <laughs> this would make sense too because the the Slayer heart, um, as Xander we think is, mm-hmm. um, might be because um, because Manus the hand, uh, Buffy, um, and the container for all these things. Uh, is exploring the, their feelings for a vampire, so it's possible that the heart is like, okay, I'll try something like this. Oh yeah, we'll see what happens, and it's terrible. So no, no, <laughs> the heart is in <laughs> the heart goes right back to being anti-vampire again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think that's interesting. Yeah. Well,
1: and it's he's also, and that could also be part of the aversion to men with man parts thing going on. Is uh, you know, if Buffy is becoming more sexually awakened and mature, she's also going to be evaluating. Um, if she wants to have sex you know like what what relationship she wants to have
0: with somebody and as a slayer heart that's all all slayer all the time Mm -hmm. um the slayer heart would have objections to her being distracted from slaying absolutely yeah yeah so that's that's interesting that is
1: kind of interesting you know he's doing a lot of work xander is Mm -hmm. yeah even his kind of dickishness might be a little bit of a An aftertaste from uh, (laughs) when she was bad. Yeah. (laughs)
0: And and it should be because they forgave Buffy way too fast on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they forgave her for the wrong thing. Right. They forgave her for almost getting them killed, but not for being a (laughs) total fucking bitch. That's
1: true. Although she never got around to forgiving them for not letting her get around to her grieving process and actually getting through some of her damage. So maybe she wouldn't become so fucked up later.
0: There will be a multitude of sins from both sides on this one. Yes,
1: it's very true. This is why you have to hold those you love accountable. Yes. 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 Either that, or if you're going to forgive them, actually forgive them. And don't bring it up in three years. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Big time. Or uh, there's some stuff they bring up in season seven that's not forgiven. Oh,
1: that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Let that shit go, Elsa. (laughs) Let it go.
0: (laughs) Fuck. Oh. So the Scoobies arrive very, very late at the bus station, and Buffy starts calling out for Empata. And answering to Empata, though, is a comely lass to whom I will refer <laughs> as not Empata. <laughs> She's done a nice job making it look like she uh, intended to wear what are clearly man clothes. So good work by the costume folks, I guess. Oh, say. yeah, that is good. It's like, yeah, those still, are still real Empada's clothes, but plausible. Mm-hmm. Plausible. Uh, Xander, naturally, because she's a demon, is immediately attracted to her. Ay <laughs> <I carumba. laughs> Yes, and he realizes with ay <laughs> that he knows a tad bit more Spanish than he thought. Xander asks in sort of a patronizing American way if she'd like a drink, even though it's pretty clear that her English is more than adequate to cover drink, Xander. <laughs> Buffy has recognized this, though, and uh, throughout the tour of, and offering of beverages, she, she speaks slightly slower than usual. But not in village idiot terms. Nicely done, Buffy. But I I really hope you're going to be perking up and punching somebody pretty soon.
1: I I do (laughs) like her. Okay, well, we have milk and older milk.
0: (laughs) 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 I know. Which another sign. Joyce. Yeah. Come on, Joyce. I mean, yeah. Groceries, Joyce. No juice. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you got a growing, you got a growing Slayer at home. You gotta give her, like, yeah, give her some
1: low-fat yogurt. Yeah. Come on now.
0: It's, apparently, that's what does it. <laughs> <laughs> Liar, Buffy. <laughs> Willow points out that Not Potta is not so much a dude like they were expecting. Not Empata agrees that she's a gal and brushes the whole thing off. And Xander, of course, takes her side. Uh, I'm sorry, Willow. This is not going to be an easy episode for you in any way. And now but, Willow uh, has a red hat. Yeah, the red she's, has increased. She's heartin-
1: yeah, and this is when I decided the red was not Scooby color necessarily. Mm-hmm. This was actually Willow being it's hurt.
0: Increasing. Yeah, yeah, and, and but I gotta say Oz will be showing up soon though, and you can always think of that one gal's legs you were so interested in during someone simply required <laughs> to get you through. <laughs> and uh, Buffy, see Buffy can be a very nice hostess when she wants to be. Uh, perhaps Lynn Kendra sure, Buffy, just a thought. Well, she's uh, she's already taking she's taking a little bit of a Joyce
1: ness. Yeah, yeah, with the offering of, of snacks and drinks, that's not usually a Buffy move. That's generally a Joyce move, right?
0: Um, so yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah.
1: She offers Darla a snack. You know, when the mm-hmm. Scoobies all have nightmares, including Giles, she a makes them all hot snack. chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, so it's she's almost taking on a, a Joyce role. Yeah,
0: here because since Joyce is AWOL mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, So she asks if uh, Not Empata has ever been to the U.S. before, and she says that she has toured. You yeah, know, I'll bet. Uh, Xander is uh, continuing, even though it's even more painfully obvious that Nodimata is extremely fluent in English. With with what what is this exactly? The linguistic equivalent of damseling, <laughs> yeah,
1: perhaps? <definitely>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he doesn't know any Spanish, so obviously nobody else could have a second language.
0: <laughs> right. Teenage boy vision. Uh, uh, yeah. So in response, Buffy shoots Ill- Willow an eye roll, and hey Slayer, I see you. More of that, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not Empata says that she was taken to uh, Atlanta, Boston, and New York. Willow asks about New York, but Not Empata says she didn't see much of it. (laughs) Xander continues with whatever that he's doing, and Not Empata seems a lot more charmed by it than Willow and Buffy, and and me, for sure. Uh, Mm -hmm. That night, Not Empata is enjoying the luxury of a real bed. She says her old room was much smaller. Uh, Buffy asks about that, and Not Empata says that it was cramped and very dead. Buffy thinks she'll be <laughs> right at home in the hell mouth. <laughs> nice one, Buffy. Um, one thing I will say about Nautapada, she is honest to the point of recklessness. And Buffy, wakey, wakey, Slayer. Something's up with this chick, yes? Oh, yeah. She should have picked up on this from <laughs> the beginning. Normal Buffy would have been on this. No,
1: normal Buffy would have been like, no, you're supposed to be a guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to be a guy. What yeah. the fuck is going on? At
1: the very least, okay. Now, I'm the Slayer. I'm late to pick somebody up from a hell mouth bus stop. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna walk up and ask them to hold my cross for just a sec, just <laughs> right. at the very least. So, like, hey, would you just hold this for a minute? <laughs> okay, we're good. Let's go. Or like, yeah. have a water gun with like holy water. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't have worked in this case, but but Buffy is so off. She is so. There's off. no
0: way that Buffy earlier in in either season would have fallen for this. Yeah, she no is, way. She, yeah, and I think I think you're right. The safe mode has stifled her her Slayer in so much, mm-hmm. and we know. I mean, and we know we will learn a lot more, but we know a lot about how Buffy's powers are connected to her emotions. Yes. So I think her, and I think her uh, desire to be the overlooked one is, you know, mm-hmm. and her need to go in safe mode had really stifled her powers. Yeah. In a big way. Yeah. Uh, so Buffy asks about Impata, not Impata's friends and not Impata says it's just her. Uh, Buffy says that that's not unfamiliar to her, and and that uh, not potta will have lots of opportunities to make new friends the next day and suck out their life forces and kill them, <laughs> or something like that. Uh, not Potta <laughs> wants to learn everything about Buffy so she can fit in, uh, because Buffy's life is totally normal and Buffy's all uh huh. Sure, one, <laughs> just that's yeah. As soon as I find one of those normal life things, I'll get back <laughs> to idea. Well, I I love
1: this this little bit of scene here because we have Buffy trying to retain like retain her old life too. know, mm-hmm. she's wearing white jammies again. I thought we wouldn't see them, but here they are. But her, her,
0: all the, all of her, her, yeah, all of her, like her, her bed stuff is still not white. Yeah, so all of like her, she's trying to her bed
1: clothes and everything. Force it, and it's just not yeah, happening. Yeah, she's trying, she's trying to put the genie back in the bottle, mm-hmm. and it's not working. And I this... gins don't go back, man. No, <laughs> they don't. <laughs> and then the this exchange is, "I want a normal life, Buffy, just like you," and she says, "One normal life coming up with this, like, Ugh. yeah, look at it." So that just reinforces the pretending.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, like,
1: shit, well, now this visitor in my house that I don't know anything about has just asked me to give her a normal life. <laughs> and I have no idea what that I even is even anymore. I don't know what that is.
0: <laughs> I used yeah. to know. I remember something like that, but it's been a
1: while. <laughs> but even
0: then, that wasn't that normal. Well, back, she at, was back very in Henry when she was well, a Cordelia. Well, yeah, but yeah, but she was a Cordelia. I mean, I wouldn't say a Cordelia is normal either. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a very good point. So yeah. B- Buffy's... Um, uh, when Buffy was an apex social predator. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't know what it's like to be a willow or a Xander. No, that's very true. Yeah. That's very true. So outside, the knife guy from the museum is lurking. Uh, at school, Cordelia's new boy toy, Devin, is in a band. She refuses to be one of his groupies, though, whether she actually behaves like one or not. Word, Cordy. Uh, Sven, though, is totally cramping her style, and she yells at him in a sort of a Spanish-y kind of a <laughs> She knows thing. more Spanish than Xander. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> And she's um she's also bummed that he doesn't speak American. <laughs> I, I should I should hate
1: her. I just love I don't her. know. Well, <laughs> this this sentiment is voiced later by Glory. Little Glory Reco there.
0: <laughs> that's a very good point. Mm-hmm. And that draws a fantastic line. Yeah, we'll we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll but get there. That's but That's yes. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. <laughs> and here we meet Oz. Welcome Oz. Yay. <laughs> Gonna be interesting for you, buddy. Uh, so <laughs> we also learned via a well placed sign that their band is called Dingo's It My Baby, which is a reference to uh, the Meryl Streep film A Cry in the Dark. Yes, which also has the subtitle Evil Angels. Huh. Huh. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that yes, which we'll be seeing later. <laughs> <laughs> and this,
1: uh, if you look it up on Wikipedia, there is a huge list of pop culture. Items that reference Dingoes Pro- Ate My Baby or A Dingo Ate My Baby. Probably the most famous
0: being Seinfeld. Yeah. I, I think. Definitely. But yeah. there, but there a lot is of a stuff, fuck ton. Yeah. It, gets, it
1: gets all the way into uh, Psych and The Simpsons yeah. and Supernatural. It's,
0: it, it's pretty much a really funny reference about a really horrible, sad thing. And yes. Yes. I, I'm all about funny references to horrible sad things i do them all the time about stuff in my own life (laughs) it fits in with buffy just it sure does but buffy is the funny horrible sad (laughs) in spades and and dingo's (laughs) ate my baby is just a great band name yeah it's just a fantastic band name so uh yeah i'm happy to see them i'm happy to see Oz. but that's a fun that was a good find right there yeah uh so they compared notes on cordy and oz isn't so much impressed i disagree but kudos uh and also has a delightfully quirky little sense of humor (laughs) Uh, Devin says Oz is way too picky and that he uh, he could get all the play he wants what with being uh, the the lead guitar in a band and I'm guessing that's probably true Uh, also Devin doesn't really care if girls can talk which I do believe is a callback to Buffy and Willow's conversation in the very first episode of this whole show illustrating to us that this scene has something to do with willow oh uh, dude <laughs> dude <laughs> which indeed it does oh my god <laughs> further illustrating this we cut right to willow who is still excited about her costume for the dance oh my god great work on that little that subtle is beautiful. subtle thing i mean even yeah. I- i've watched this, this show how many damn times and and I mean, even the first time you watch it, you get this weird sense that Oz and Willow are going to have a thing, mm-hmm. even when you don't, before you get to the scene where he's interested. Oh, yeah. And it's because of stuff like that. That's just, they just weave it in. So your subconscious is like, oh, yeah. They yeah, totally. They when they give
1: him red hair in this, yep. he doesn't
0: always have red hair. But it, but initially he does. And so, yeah, yeah absolutely.
1: Yeah. They just, those subtle keys. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> and to me, I know this has other things going on, but to me, this episode is all about setting up Willow yeah. and Oz. Yeah, absolutely. Completely. Yeah. And even, like, especially the Xander arc who are really establishing Xander is not fit for Willow. Right. And being kind of terrible in a lot of ways. Very terrible. He's, he's too terrible for a nice girl. Mm-hmm. He needs to be with somebody like Cordelia. <laughs> who will um, hand him his ass on yeah, a daily basis? Yes, totally. And, and and maybe he's more suited to being with demons, kind of like Buffy's more suited to being with vampires and demons and not quite human people. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, we we know that... Buffy doesn't work with a human. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she no, needs no, somebody no. with a little bit of juice. Yeah,
1: yeah. absolutely. So, uh, well, <laughs> if he just held out a little longer on that Willow idea. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about handing him his ass when he's on fire. <laughs> Seriously. Fuck. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I think we're, we're doing so many things. It's not, um, it's not the most Flash episode.
0: But there's a lot of interesting stuff. There's in a
1: lot of interesting stuff going on. A lot of movement behind the scenes, mm-hmm. setting the groundwork for the next movement. Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah. And uh, Xander is worried about non-mockable costume options. Uh, Willow <laughs> is trying to help, but Xander has seen not Empata arriving with Buffy, and he doesn't hear her anymore at all. Not Empata says there are quite a few people around and she isn't used to that i guess her exhibit wasn't very popular <laughs> <laughs> buffy knows someone who is dying to meet her though and buffy you must not tempt the fate like that things turn out okay <laughs> but don't give the hell mouth ideas <laughs> she's just off man she's off she's so off <laughs> anyway naturally the person who is dying to meet not is giles who is also off way off her mind is out there
1: whoa like he <laughs> might as well be drunk for the kind
0: of sensibility he's showing yeah no kidding yeah and uh he wants her to take a crack at translating the seal unbeknownst <laughs> to him she actually is probably one of a handful of people on the planet who can <laughs> uh she won't for obvious reasons but with the amount she's been hinting about being a mummy i wouldn't be surprised if she just busted out with it uh so they tell Nod and Pata that translating the seal is a project for archaeology club our Ar- sure. archaeology yeah. club. Our <laughs> archaeology. <laughs> Nanampata is suddenly very concerned that the other pieces of the seal are missing. It's old and very valuable, See, so you see, and uh, they should hide it immediately. Yeah, nothing weird or suspicious about that. Yeah, come on, Scoobies. I know. <laughs> Giles is um, obviously not going to do that because he's not an idiot, and he points out the chappy with the knife on the seal. Uh, she <laughs> says that, the body, that that's a bodyguard who guards the mummy from uh, mummy-disturbing people. And uh, Giles is intrigued, and Buffy takes his cue as Archaeology Club, Club president, Natch, to get going, <laughs> and tries to volunteer Willow for serving as not Empata's escort, but Xander is all over that.
1: Oh, yes. And just brief costume b- ah, overview this here. This is fun. So... I noticed here that not only is Buffy's hair a little curly, it's a little off, but as we, as we actually looked at her, she looks like Joyce.
0: She does. She's
1: a Joyce-alike. Um, so I think what I was picking up on earlier with the snacks and everything mm-hmm. is that she's trying to step into Joyce's shoes. She's trying to not be visible. She's trying to be normal. And since she doesn't know what normal is, Joyce is normal. Right. Like, she's falling I, into the I trap of being her parent. I
0: think you're totally all over a huge part of this. I think <laughs> this is really good. Um, I mean, and, and especially since, you know, I mean, I I called out because it's so weird that Buffy is really being a good hostess. Because when other folks show up, she is the shittiest hostess ever. She really like, she fucking is. hates people. Yeah. She doesn't like people at all. <laughs> not, not in her house. Like she said at the yeah. very beginning, I don't like people in my house. And she shows that even with people she really should be nice to. Oh, yeah. She's not.
1: Um, And the kitchen is Joyce's room in the house. You see Buffy in her room and sometimes in the living room, but she only is really in the kitchen when she's interacting with Joyce until after after that's not a possibility anymore.
0: Oh, I wonder, and I wonder if the whole, uh, not having all the beverages and stuff are are an indication of, uh, what do I want to say? Of the facade.
1: Oh yeah! That it really is
0: a facade because if yeah. it really was Joyce, then all this stuff would be taken care of. But Buffy's just playing a no, role. No, that's very
1: true. Yeah, and then it's uh, it's Willow that gets cookies out of the cupboard. Yeah, she gets the little animal cookies with the yeah. sprinkles. I
0: love those. <laughs> you know, those are I so love good. those so much. Oh my God. I want them now.
1: Um, <laughs> 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 too much scotch to go get them. we're and...
0: we're, g- we're going to be getting a Twinkies, and I bed. Oh yeah. That. <laughs> and that true. will be a fine moment.
1: <laughs> we are recording with a pie in the oven, though, so we'll be fine.
0: Yes. Um. So.
1: Yeah, I just, I feel like she's really trying to step into a Joyce role. I feel like she's trying to be more maternal. And that's just going to turn down the Slayer. Mm-hmm. There is no Slayer there. Yeah. you know, Like, yeah. she even tries to help research in a minute. <laughs> oh, my God. But that's not normal. No.
0: <laughs> that's not normal at all. Yeah, oh, oh and... <coughs> and, oddly, Giles is the one giving orders now. And haven't we established <gasps> that this, in previous episodes, that this is usually Buffy's job? I mean, the yeah, Slayer... Yeah, she sure. mocks him. The Slayer is off man yeah i mean willow is watching after Xander uh, and Potter, and just sad and observing but all i could think of is like <laughs> why is giles giving orders right no, now that's true
1: because because buffy is the one who gives the orders that's why right. hers is such an unusual relationship
0: with giles and she is i mean When it's Slayer business, which this is, she Mm -hmm. is completely in command.
1: She is, yeah. And he takes a back seat, unlike the other Watchers who come in and try and give her the orders, and she's like, (laughs) "Yeah, (laughs) okay." (laughs) She gives a cookie. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah.
0: yeah. So Willow is, you know, she's sad. Mm -hmm. You know, they really like each other, and it's Willow in her blue hat.
1: Yeah. And a uh, blue hat of sadness. <laughs> it is a
0: blue hat of sadness. <laughs> <laughs> Xander is showing not empata the finer points of Twinkies and Amen, sister. I love those little fuckers. Oh, vanilla cakey a, goodness okay. and cream. Filling. Much,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh? <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, one interesting fact about Twinkies mm. because I used to run the uh, Twinkie Fun Fact Day at West oh. High because <laughs> there was a day that was Twinkie's birthday. And it was a way to get kids in the fucking library to do some fucking research. I totally. Identify with Giles. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we would have kids come in and research things, and one of them was the Twinkie Day. So I know all these weird facts about Twinkies. Hmm. They were created because Hostess would make strawberry shortbread, or strawberry shortcake, once a year for Valentine's Day. Oh. And then they had all these little cake pans just sitting around for the rest of the year. So just they decided, why not use these for the rest of the year? Huh. And so they created Twinkies. God bless them. I know, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though... These folks talk with their mouths full and almost put me off Twinkies. I know, but, but it, it, it is a cute scene. Yeah, I'm so distracted. <laughs> uh, I mean, it doesn't last because my love for Twinkies is eternal, but still, <laughs> stop not the damn it's Twinkies, true. people. Well, we you, figured you, out why they were doing it. You don't show up the whole... Yeah, well, yeah, but you don't... This is the improper way to eat a Twinkie, I gotta <laughs> say. You just eat the fucking Twinkie like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> that is how Xander eats Twinkies. It would be how Xander eats yeah. Twinkies. No, we we did ponder how many Twinkies they and why they are not swallowing the Twinkies at all.
1: It's because they each have a bucket and they're just going to be spitting that Twinkie (laughs) back out so they don't gain two million pounds in one take. And puke. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, Get diabetes (laughs) on set.
0: Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) So, Notapada seems to find him rather charming despite the desecration of Twinkies, so that's cool. Uh, Of course, she doesn't get out much. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Buffy is trying to do research, and for once, Willow isn't so much into it. She's distracted by the Zender Sitch And Uh, usually it's Buffy
1: distracted by the boy and Willow doing all the research. Absolutely. They're so off.
0: So off. Uh, Willow's also playing with a stuffed frog, so there's something about... Willow and frogs for sure kind of like Anya with bunnies perhaps. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, uh Buffy reassures Willow that Nautapada would only be staying for 2 weeks, but Willow is pretty sure that 2 weeks will lead into Xander choosing anyone but her until she becomes unavailable and thus attractive to him. And oh, am I jumping ahead a tad? Sorry. <laughs> a tadpole. You're jumping ahead a tadpole. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Just a tadpole. Uh anyway, uh she says that the nice thing about Xander being into Buffy is that he didn't have a chance in hell of actually getting her. <laughs> and word Sorry, I'm still yeah. better. I'm still better about how you mauled that <laughs> Twinkie. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird,
1: but it's also that's that's not the coolest thing in the world to say. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I It's
0: true. (laughs) I mean, it is true. No, it's totally true. It's just—it's a funny thing to say. Well, I mean, she wouldn't say it in front of Xander. At this point, she should. She should. She absolutely. (laughs) She should yell it in his face. (laughs) It's true. Well, soon she
1: will have a badass. Remember how Xander had the fantasies about being a musician in the Bronze? Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty soon she's gonna be able to rub that all up in his face. Indeed. Yep. Because she's actually going to be dating a member of the band.
0: <laughs> Which, of course, Xander will try to ruin for her. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> I I love Xander, but sometimes, man. And I, well,
1: he, he has to have an arc. Yes. We have to have an likability. And, and,
0: and I love his arc. Yes. Do you want him to get punched sometimes? <laughs> uh, but the Slayer isn't going to punch him, obviously. This you're, episode.
1: you're like Ripper in, in Band Candy. Hit him. <laughs> <laughs> hit him. <laughs> no, you're, you're the Slayer, and I'm your watcher, see? And I think you need to hit him.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, I am not unlike Ripper in general. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Willow says though that she has a choice spending her time mooning over Xander or getting on with things and Buffy is happy that she's feeling empowered. And then Willow says she hasn't actually decided. Oh. And oh Willow, you must stop with this. Your dispiritedness has made the slayer off limp in this episode so far. <laughs> she is very flaccid.
1: She is. Yeah, she's totally flaccid. She needs some Slayer Viagra. <sighs> like really bad. And seriously.
0: Yeah. Buck up, Willow. There's violence to be done. <laughs> <laughs> Giles has stopped by and he's impressed with Buffy's work and what the hell is going on? I don't know. <laughs> Even Buffy is kind of surprised. <laughs> Not only did Buffy do research, but she found something she useful. She rocked it. <laughs> it's like all her parts are just mixed up, like somebody put him in a bag and shook him up. <laughs> I <don't like> this. <laughs> Giles says that the mummy probably killed Rodney by draining his life force and Buffy's all about finding and stopping the mummy if they can just figure out where said mummy might be. Well, she's busy being attacked by Knife Guy right now. Uh, <laughs> Knife Guy thinks that Xander has the seal and he needs to catch up like pronto. He sees Not-A-Pata then and realizes what's going on. Finally. Seriously, Knife Guy, you are not good at your job at all. No, he's bad at it. <laughs> Xander manages to get Knife Guy off him and he and Not-A-Pata screw away Back in the library, Giles gives Notapata some soothing tea, and Willow ponders why Knife Guy is so persistent. Xander recalls that Knife Guy said, "Give me the seal, but not it's you." Well, one for two. Xander. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> two was the most important part. Nodimpota says they should destroy the seal, and she would if they don't. Someone could die. Uh huh. Hey, Buffy's in the scene. She's been so quiet, I didn't even realize. Slayer, get huh. on it.
1: Isn't that funny? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> it's like she's being the overlooked one.
0: Isn't it? Like yeah. she wanted. to Be careful what you wish for, Buffy.
1: True. Well, it's, it's uh, funny how we have these two girls who just want to be normal girls.
0: Mm-hmm. And <laughs> one does it the right way and one does not. Yep. Uh, Giles points out that someone has already died. Not a pot of She thinks knife guy killed someone and Buffy says that isn't quite like that. Not she's in better in at lying than the Slayer, at least. <laughs> <laughs> True. Everybody's <laughs> better. Yeah. <laughs> not a pot gets all pissed that they aren't telling her everything and Xander thinks it would be a great idea to tell her the truth. Giles disagrees via a polite British throat clearing and Buffy does the <laughs> eyebrow raise at him so Xander covers with crime club. Narapada continues to insist that they, uh, they're they almost getting killed is because of the seal and uh, they should definitely destroy it. Then she runs off in a hissy fit and whatever, lady. I don't like the drama queen damsel thing you've got going on. And you've made our slayer all flaccid somehow. <laughs> As we've seen previously, uh, twice, I believe Xander is all about damsels, so he runs after her and Buffy and Willow exchange a look. Nod and potta is hissy-fitting in the hallway and Xander assures her that nobody is going to hurt her because he's a big, strong man and won't let them. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, she insists that their investigation is dangerous and not her status as a life force sucking mummy. She says she just wants a normal life. Yeah, we know. We know. (laughs) But sometimes (laughs) shit doesn't happen that way. Yeah. Uh, Willow, because she's a very nice person, comes out and asks if Nodampada is okay. Xander says she's wigged and thinks it's because they're always in danger. And not, not, not so much, dude. Uh, Willow says Xander should take Nodampada to the dance because that will make her feel better. Completely unable to read women as he was (laughs) just a second ago with Nodampada. Xander thinks Willow would like to come with him and Nodampada. No, Xander, Willow would most definitely not like to do that. She'll meet him (laughs) there. Xander says she's his best friend because still so clueless. This is not a compliment in the situation, Xander. Here we have one of those situations where the audio from a different scene is being added to not only lead into the next scene, but to provide some commentary on the current scene as well. (laughs) They did this in Out of Mind, Out of Sight, too. In this case, it would be Buffy saying, I don't get it. (laughs) And she is saying what the whole audience (laughs) is thinking. we are so on the same page, Buffy. (laughs) In the actual scene, Buffy is wondering why Knife Guy is so keen on getting the seal. Giles wonders if Knife Guy has uh, has the other pieces and is trying to put the thing together himself. Buffy's parking up a tad and suggests that they go to the museum and look for the rest of the puzzle and, and hope that Knife Guy shows up as well. She decided that they've come up with a plan, and me too. Damn, Buffy, we're getting ready to call in Kendra. <laughs> <laughs> Giles tries to make a plan to meet at the museum after it closes, but Buffy points out that there's a whole dance thing that she beat the crap out of him to get permission to attend in the first place, realizing that this isn't really something she can skip, though she agrees to cancel. <laughs> it is really cute. It is cute.
1: This is really cute. It, it reminds me of uh, of Owen, the Owen pout.
0: Yeah. A little bit. But, <laughs> yeah, just so like, you
1: know, but I have plans, dance plans. <laughs> cancel plans. Yeah,
0: and I, I like it that Giles... I mean lets her decide on her own. He doesn't yeah. forbid her or anything. Like, he just is like, really? She's like, no, I know, I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xander has found not a Pata. He tells her that he likes her and invites her to the dance. He says that he was worried because of the possibility that she would laugh at him and pull out his heart and whatever, and I really hope he's just referring to a general fear of something um, that, that, or something that's happened to him before, because if he's trying to act like this is the, the rejection from Buffy was like that, it most definitely was not. Yeah. This is interesting. <sighs> he just better, he better be talking about something else.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Cause I, she was
0: so fucking nice to him. She was. Well, I'd like to
1: think it is, but you know,
0: it's Sander. I'm sure it is. I'm sure he's yeah. talking about that because it's Sander. And oh, he, yeah. at the time he acted like she had spit on him or something. Yeah. That's very true. When she was so kind and sweet.
1: Yeah. That's very true. Well, I think the only answer he could have accepted from her at that time was, yes, Xander, I would love to. Right. And, that's and if it's it.
0: not that, then she's a horrible person and yeah, she's mean. totally. Yeah. Uh, Nodampada tells him she likes him too. He asks if she is perhaps a giant praying mantis and she's not. <laughs> uh, she's just a soul-sucking mummy, Xander, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> Nodampada takes a moment to powder her nose and that... Definitely looks like Buffy's pink lipstick she's applying, since Buffy clearly pointed out in Never Kill a Boy in the First Date that she favors pink, and Joyce is more of a sultry color palette kind of gal. <laughs> yes, yes, I know, Joyce uh-huh. wears pink lipstick all the time, but that's not as funny. <laughs> yes. Knife Guy pops up behind Nod and Pada, and she <laughs> begs him not to kill her. and we had to rewind this we were hoping that he just materialized i
1: was hoping that he was kind of like attached to the seal like yeah he was like a jinn he just he was sealed in with her and so he's the guardian spirit
0: it even makes like a whooshing noise but no he was just hiding under the sink he was was straight up (laughs) under the sink
1: I'm so disappointed and yes. yet so charmed because, like, how long has he been in that bathroom? The girls' bathroom. And well, and there's more than one girls' bathroom. There has to be, right? I know. I mean, he's,
0: he obviously, he has some kind of locator or some kind of notification that something bad is has yeah. happened. Um, I just, and and the poor guy is so bad at his job. I can't even. I know, this is exactly really a strategy is. he would do: is just hide in the bathroom and hope she has to pee. Yeah. I know. <laughs>
1: well, and, and under the sink of all places, like not in a stall, right? Like. <laughs> Because What have the other girls done? Have they like walked in there and just been like, sup? <laughs>
0: hello, I am here to clean. Okay. Yeah. It's, well, it's okay. hell mouth, so, yeah, you know, that's they true. let things go.
1: You'd probably just have to say, hello, I'm not evil.
0: Okay. Okay, that's great. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could you have me a paper towel?
1: Thank you. the <laughs> <a> new bathroom <laughs> attendant. <laughs> he's, he's like handing them tampons. Cordy
0: would love that bathroom. Oh Cordelia would. would be like, that, this is my bathroom from now on. <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> You're late. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Spritzing them with perfume. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so uh, Knife Guy points out that not a is already dead, drawing that line from her to Buffy as well. And uh, has, it has pretty much been like that for 500 years. She says it wasn't fair in the first place and, and that she was innocent, which does suck, especially the part about being awake and aware the whole time. I'll give her that. Uh, he tells her that she's totally killing innocent people to stay alive. She doesn't really have a rebuttal for that, except to tell him, uh, him that she's in love. Uh, he tells her she's the chosen one, using exactly the same language Giles used with Buffy at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Uh, in, in fact, the exact line, he says, is, you are the chosen one, you must die, you have no choice. That does seem to be the way it goes, uh, but for the last part of that, you have no choice... Has already come up for Buffy and will echo through the entire series. Just wait till you get to lie to me. Oh, yeah. Um, so, Knife Guy goes to stab Nod and Potter, and she's not quite the damsel that she has pretended to be for Xander. She grabs the knife, twists Knife Guy's arm to the crunching point, says she does have a choice, and life sucks him. Then she goes back out and tells Xander she'll go to the dance with him. And she's looking
1: more alive. Flushed. Now,
0: yeah. yeah she's like kind of flushed. And it's not, yeah. and the lipstick is not so much the pink that she was putting on, yeah, it's a little it, darker. It's, it's red. It's really. Mm-hmm. It's
1: really interesting. I don't think it's a continuity error. I think it's... uh,
0: No, it's to to present her as being full of the life force that she Mm -hmm. just took from this guy. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So more
1: of the traditional vampire model. Very vampy. Yeah. Yeah. Which we we don't exactly have that with our vampires, but sometimes they look a lot more pasty than other times when they haven't fed. So it's kind of like that. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I wonder if she's getting hangry in the in the library. That's why she's getting all bitchy. <laughs> she had the hissy fit. That <laughs> yeah, was why totally. she had the hissy fit. Yeah. Girl has some chocolate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the tea wasn't cutting it. <laughs> <laughs> Try some loffat yogurt. Well, that no, won't do anything. Tea either. just makes you hungrier. I know. Have you ever noticed that? Well, have it. You know. With, that's why you have it with food. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> At the summer's home, Nodim is totally lying in liar pants and tells <laughs> Buffy she doesn't have any <laughs> lipstick, even though we just saw how she did uh buffy says she can borrow some of hers and directs her towards the desk not a Pata, though has noticed that real ampada's luggage has arrived from the bus station buffy offers to unpack her stuff for her and Notapata asks if she wouldn't be uh, getting why she wouldn't be ready getting ready for the dance and buffy says that her crime club work is interfering with her dance going and look buffy has been totally out of the action this whole episode and now she's wearing her denim overalls of moping <laughs> we will see these several other times. There's a reason why we've troped them. Mm-hmm. Uh Nod and Pata says she isn't worried about Buffy uh having not having a life because Xander is into her now. Apparently, now that Natumpara's own normal life is on track, she can ditch the whole idea of learning about everything from Buffy and ditch Buffy in general. That's cute. Yeah, it's great. Um, Buffy comments that Xander seems very happy and Natumpara agrees that the happiness is mutual. Buffy recommends a uh, gold lipstick and Natumpara comments about how Buffy is always putting others' needs above her own. Indeed. Maybe uh make a note. <laughs> <coughs> That's a choice Buffy has made, not a potter, and it's too bad you won't do the same. Uh, not a potter tells Buffy uh, she reminds her of, well, obviously herself, before she was sacrificed to the mountain god. Uh, she goes into more detail about how she was told she was the only one who could defend her people from, um, well, okay, uh, a not a potted <laughs> line is, that only she could defend her people from another world. Buffy's job description is she alone will wield the strength and the skill to stand against the vampires, the demons, and the forces of darkness. Um, hmm. Meanwhile, Buffy has found boy underwear in real Ampada's luggage. <laughs> the same. Uh, <laughs> this happens at the exact same time that Ampada op- opens. Buffy's drawer of badass Slayer gear, and uh, Buffy has to run over and close it before she's outed. Um, she tells Nadampada that she's really, really, really familiar with the One Girl in All the World story. Thanks. <laughs> Nadampada <Nod> <laughs> wants to talk about herself some more, though, despite how obviously uncomfortable this conversation is making Buffy. Uh, she says, She was 16, like us, she was offered as a sacrifice and went to her death. Who knows what she had to give up to fulfill her duty to others? What chance at love? And Buffy's all, I am so not talking about being living dead girl with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's kind of getting over it. Isn't she? <laughs> and she opens Real <laughs> luggage, but is distracted before she can see poor Real Lampada's desiccated corpse inside. Oh, it's a great shot. It is. I I, I love that kind of staging. Yeah, it's me great too. fun. Yeah, and yeah. I mean that's the thing is it realistic no doesn't matter it doesn't matter no. if it's realistic it's great staging it's yeah. beautiful staging. it's giving
1: us all the visual storytelling we right. need to know what's going on it gives us a little bit of humor yep you know absolutely gives us a little bit of intrigue but yeah oh and as long as we're paused um Pada's dress where'd she get that from because <laughs> I, I i just it alex mentioned that it kind of looks like a curtain or was that you <laughs>
0: it, it, me or Alec. Yeah. it could be either so one
1: of us. We we thought maybe it kind of looked like a curtain, and I'm wondering if she just like watched Gone with the Wind. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> anyway, what a great idea! I mean, it looks great. It does. It looks it great. Does. It's a great costume. But so did she borrow it from Joyce? Because she, she's borrowing lipstick from Buffy. Is right. she? What? Uh, qu- <laughs>
0: <laughs> it definitely does not look like it came from Buffy's wardrobe, so I'm thinking Joyce must have been involved somehow. Yeah, I'm Joyce, thinking so, as we'll too. we'll find out in a minute, is very supportive of, of not Ampata's... Uh, yeah, so she comes whatever.
1: in from out of the room. It's just kind yeah. of funny, no, I, because I all of her luggage is, like, off to the side. Yeah, I, I think
0: it's, I mean, I, I think it does kind of show, especially seeing Joyce in a second, I think it does show that Joyce probably came yeah, up with it for her. probably helped
1: yeah. her, but un- unless real Ampata had some major plans for Sunnydale. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a good-looking guy. He yeah. could have pulled it off. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, not in pot of hurries uh, once Buffy is gone and locks up the trunk. and You know, nice try. Like that can stop the <laughs> yeah. slayer. Ooh, a little lock. Woo. <laughs> Buffy answers the door and Xander has opted for the Clint Eastwood in a fistful of dollars cultural representation outfit. <laughs> he asks if Buffy is representing the country of white trash and easy. Xander. Xander. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, Buffy's been less peppy this episode, but she can still take you apart, so (laughs) go fucking easy, kitten. You saw
1: what happened in the library. (laughs)
0: Yeah, no shit. (laughs) (laughs) She tells him that she will be hunting mummies with Giles rather than going to the dance and wonders where Willow might be. Uh, But she does uh, seem unsurprised, unsurprisingly, that Willow (laughs) wasn't keen on being the third wheel on a date with Xander and not Empada. She also seems to uh, rub in his previous not thinking about Willow's lip speech, and good for her. Not a Pata appears, and Xander gets all stammery. And hey, there's Joyce, hey, Joyce, <laughs> Hi Joyce. We're starting to think you just dumped the soul sucking mommy exchange suit on Buffy, and then went to Alcapoco. <laughs> 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 she
1: she almost looks like she's just been having a long weekend in or something. Like she looks super <laughs> relaxed because totally. she looks a lot like I look today, actually. <laughs> <Like Yeah. laughs> the loose ratty sweater, <laughs> yeah, totally
0: unbrushed hair, she's yeah, been chilling. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joyce comments on how nice Not a looks, and. How okay, <laughs> how is Buffy gonna explain in this episode to Joyce? I mean, but uh, Oh, although she won't <laughs> have to.
1: No, what <laughs> exchange did you
0: right? Exactly, that's I true. Have. That's true. I, I can see it. <laughs> Joyce has Sunnydale syndrome, so she probably find a way to explain it to herself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. She had to
1: go home, it was a big emergency. She had
0: this, uh, appendicitis and yeah. went home to get it treated. Neck rupture, okay, that's great. Yeah, yeah. she had neck rupture, yeah. <laughs> But uh, Joyce is bummed that Buffy isn't going to the dance, too. Not Potter says that Buffy was too stubborn and Joyce agrees. Yeah. Can anybody back up Buffy at any point? No. At all. Not in this episode. Yeah. As Not Potter and Xander leave, uh, he tells Buffy to be careful and she tells him that he looks good. I'm thinking she's feeling bad about shipping Xander and Willow so hard and she should be nice to him and supportive and all that kind of stuff. But it's hard for me to get a read on these two. What, what do you think?
1: It is hard to get. I think. I think she wants to be happy for him. Regardless, yeah. I think um you know because when you care about somebody you want them to be happy regardless of if it meets up with what you think should happen or not
0: or is hurting your other friend
1: yes or yeah. you know whatever like he seems happy and seems happy no matter what buffy's feelings are about it he looks good she yeah. should tell him that like yeah. she, he needs that extra bit of confidence to get through the night and she knows that because they're yeah. that kind of friends that's I, how I, I would read it i totally agree yeah because yeah, i just, would a, do it's that. a
0: nice thing that she did for him and you know mm-hmm. yeah uh, as they're leaving, Joyce observes how well Nodimata has adapted to our wacky American ways, and Buffy, who we know is well aware of her own inability to fit in anymore, looks at them uh, wistfully. I would call yeah, it wistfully.
1: Yeah, it's it's wistful, but it's also because wistful is like a wanting when you can have it. Uh, and and hers, she has this look that acknowledges she'll never resignation. Yeah, resi- that's a good one. Resignation. Yeah. Like, she wants it, but it's just, it's almost, like, sickened. Like, ugh, yeah, like, ah, damn shit. it. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. thanks, Mom. Cause, yeah. Because moms, talk Buffy may have the honing skills to say the worst thing you possibly could to somebody. Mm. It has nothing on a mother. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> true. Yeah.
0: You know, because she doesn't want to be disappointed and hurt. again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're still angry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Joyce. So mean. <laughs> <laughs> at the dance, we're traded to the musical stylings of Dingo's Ate My Baby and also Cordelia's outfit, or at least those of us who like <laughs> girls are. <laughs> My boyfriend <laughs> nearly snapped his neck. <laughs> <laughs> As he should. She looked really good. <laughs> she does. She's very lovely. She is. Uh, she makes a snappy, uh, but not even remotely vicious remark about Willow's outfit, which, uh, Eskimo Inuit? I, I can't remember. Uh but I dig it. Uh Will has even got a little harpoon spear deal going on. It's pretty He's awesome. That's really cute. And, and this looks
1: like a fun dance for a cultural appropriation nightmare. Because <laughs> <It kind of laughs> back then cultural appropri- appreciation is what we now call cultural appropriation. Mm-hmm. We've we've gone from appreciating to appropriating. Yes. I have feelings, I won't express them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh Cordy is as most definitely not enjoying Sven who is naturally dressed as a viking uh she tries to convince Sven to f- fetch her a fruit drinky fruity <laughs> <Pretty> drinky <laughs> it's fun uh, Sandra and Autumn and Papa show up and Willow is clearly sad about her own outfit which has the added drawback of limited neck mobility though great around vampires mm-hmm. always weigh that to t- 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 go help Buffy slay yes when she laments
1: what I often do at costume parties maybe I should have worn something sexy yeah <laughs> well we'll get to that Uh. (laughs) oh hey oh oh hey
0: holy shit (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome Uh, so uh, xander doesn't help either simply calling it snug like i was saying i love the guy but there are times i do want to punch him as a
1: bug in a rug
0: (sighs) fucker not helpful (laughs) love you xander but (laughs) not a pot of said a a nicer thing about willow's outfit than Mm -hmm. xander did
1: it's very authentic and that is the best compliment you could give to Willow. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know she nerded out about
0: that. <laughs> she, she should be it. cosplaying. Like, that is the actual harpoony thing they use in uh-huh. that culture, like, yeah. in the village that she pinpointed for, to find her outfit. Right, yeah.
1: so, uh, another bit of random trivia. Mm. It is still on the books. It is illegal to go whaling with a harpoon in downtown Salt Lake City.
0: Oh, thank God. I don't yeah. want to cancel my plans on Saturday. <laughs> 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 still on the books. Good. I'd have to call everybody and tell them we couldn't do it (laughs) so Giles arrives unexpectedly at Buffy's Uh, they were supposed to meet at the museum Uh, he tells her about the knife guy's body in the bathroom Uh, Giles has researched the full story on knife guy whose whole job was basically making sure the mummy didn't pop up and start eating people and I have to say it or I will get a hernia (laughs) damn it knife guy you had one job (sighs) Well, he's not a good fighter look at the scar on his face what, he just sit still? Like, <laughs> <guard> <laughs> down. <his face? laughs> seriously. Anyway, so so, boom, y'all. The Slayer is so back. And thank God. <laughs> Buffy is all over this shit. She puts together how not has screwed up the bodyguard translation. How she's been weird about the seal this whole time, and then she runs up to check the luggage and welcome back, girlfriend. Hell yes. yes another <laughs>
1: great little uh, Buffy turn of phrase.
0: We have to look at Impada's trunks. <laughs> just. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she slayers the lock in the trunk because of course she does and finds real <laughs> mummified body she also notes that it's odd an odd thing to have in your luggage when you don't even have lipstick good god buffy where have you been all episode seriously <sighs> <laughs> she finally has a job to do it's on she can kill yeah. some shit now and she is so pumped
1: <laughs> she's
0: sick of being the uh Okay, What's so well, uh, okay. well, and she she was doing all this shit for not Impata. Like yeah. this is the whole reason. Now she's like, oh, that bitch. Yeah, she told totally that bitch was. was a mummy
1: this whole time. Yeah. She <laughs> was kind of like momming her, you know. Yeah, and maybe if Impata hadn't happened, Faith would have had a better time.
0: Oh, Don't make me sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> you made me sad earlier. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I showed you a gif, yeah. <laughs> and it was very sad. That's tragic. It was. At the dance, Xander and Notonpotta decide to, you know, a dance, and Willow is still sad. <laughs> However, Oz notices Willow. Oh, uh-huh. oh okay. it's very cute.
1: And that's a great exchange because yeah. yep. you mislead. Know, yeah. Who is that? Cut to the quote, beautiful girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, the Eskimo. I know it's very cute.
0: It's so good. Uh, Buffy, since she's back to being the Slayer again, wants to get on with the slaying and complains <laughs> that, about the speed of Giles' car. <laughs> And the look on his face is so... Like, He's trapped in hell with the angry slayer who wants to go kill everything and his car just is not going fast I mean, enough. she finally just glares at the dashboard. <laughs> no, but he wants to kill shit so fucking
1: bad right now. Someday you're going to have to get have. a grown-up car. <laughs>
0: And you turn, he does. But why don't he you gets. Turn like, turn that slayer on and just don't look the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't kill something in like five minutes, I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah. well,
1: she's going to have to have sex with something. That's what <laughs> we go with Buster, with Faith's example. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's after slayer <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, no, when she, when she doesn't, that's how she sleeps with oh, Xander. Oh, God, that's right. Yeah, she has blue balls up, from yeah. not killing does, the demons. she does have
0: blue balls from not. Yeah. 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 Xander's lucky day, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird day for xander so it was it a is. weird day this
1: is kind of buffy zeppo in a weird way
0: buffy might have a few zeppos yeah it's true you well know. it is buffy it's it's, it's a show, show but. <laughs> yeah. so uh xander and Autumn potter are dancing and staring and almost kissing until she starts to mummify and runs off naturally xander assumes he's being rejected and i went too, xander so i'm with you on this one uh, in Giles' car, they figure they need to glue the, the seal back together, so Giles is going to drop Buffy off at the dance and go try to glue the seal himself. Uh, Buffy makes a mummy dearest joke, which is the second one, <laughs> the first being in which, and she, so she really thinks that show, which is, is so awesome. <laughs> 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 I wonder if she menaced Dawn with wire hangers. <laughs> 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 uh, 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 my bonding with Xander didn't last long because he's addicted to Willow when she doesn't help him find non Whatever. Sven is using his expert speaking of American ease to complain about Cordelia and uh, kind of hit on her friend. Nice work, Sven. Yeah, good job. <laughs> her friend's pretty cute, too. She looks like Kirsten Dunst a little bit. She does. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. very cute. Uh, Nodham Potter has found Jonathan, who, in another callback to Teacher's Pet and Xander's line about Miss French's hands being really serrated, says and Potter's hands are kind of rough. <laughs> And it's like the phrasing is exactly the same. It is, yeah. And uh, and she's preparing to do the life force sucking thing until Xander finds them. Uh, She says some stuff about not deserving him and he's not sure why. She's sad, won't tell him, and he's upset, and she's upset. And they kiss, (laughs) and she almost life sucks him, but stops herself after he's unconscious and apologizes. And this, to me, is a callback to Buffy kissing Angel
1: and him vamping
0: out. And the the framing is, I mean, guy on the right, girl on the left. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's very, yeah, I think you're totally right. Yeah, the heart supposed
1: to illustrate that. Yeah,
0: it's same kind of thing. With Mm -hmm. I mean, Buffy's heart goes on. Yep. Yeah,
1: and there's just because Angel has a soul doesn't mean he can't kill anybody. He's not like like chiphead Spike. Right. He just will feel really really bad about it.
0: (laughs) As we find out when he gets his own series, he can indeed kill people when he wants to. (laughs) He totally can. So
1: it's not like Buffy was not in danger. Right. When he vamped out after getting a little bit too happy from kissing her. Yes. Which might be a bit of foreshadowing for what might happen when he gets
0: really, really happy. Weird.
1: Hmm. Anyway.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Giles is doing the mummy seal very happily, and we all knew he'd be a puzzle guy. (laughs) Now, I'm
1: sitting here with the puzzle master.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm going to get riled up in a second, too. (laughs) Okay, yeah. But I,
1: I remember when you had that one, and it was like, it was like words over and over on one side. Mm-hmm. So you assembled it on one side with these words, mm-hmm. and then you had to flip it over to see if you did it right. Yep. That was insane. Oh, that was a good time. <laughs> and now we know why you're about to get very, very angry.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 so Notampada seems to sense something going on with the assembling of the seal and she leaves to go after it. Buffy finds Willow and reports on Notampada's mummy, mummy status, and Willow is not displeased. <laughs> 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 I love this part. Oh, good Xander <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get that little smirk <laughs> <Yeah>. good <laughs> It's not
1: wholly unlike xander's distaste for angel
0: at first <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, willow does however miss out on meeting oz by half a second oh but he's excited about it yeah he's it's he's intrigued yeah he Ooh. is and he's in
1: he's in the scooby like green and red oh yeah we're already cute he's already too.
0: integrated he totally is yeah. So they find Xander and wake him up. And he reports that Nod and Pata said something about the seal, but he has no idea what happened in general. Nod and Pata finds Giles one piece away from having the puzzle done and smashes the thing. And hey, fuck you, lady. He was almost <laughs> finished with that.
1: No way. What a was bitch. He hard. He had his little rubber cement and everything. God.
0: Yeah. <sighs>
1: <laughs> Her eye is twitching.
0: <laughs> puzzles are serious business, man.
1: It's like the, the uh, what was it, Lieutenant Renault? In, in Pink Panther? Yes. You've got like that kind of thing going on.
0: <laughs> 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 so, uh, Buffy appears in the nick of time with a quip. So we know she's back to being Slayer of the Vampires. Woot! Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not a pot <punter> of <laughs> notes that Buffy has been keeping some secrets too. She sure has, you life-sucking, Twinkie, mauling, puzzle-smashing asshole. <laughs> 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 I've had some <laughs> resentment building up. <laughs> I'm, I'm
1: going to call her that in my recap.
0: <laughs> Just for you. <laughs> Excellent. There is much kicking and punching, and not a pot gets Buffy stuffed into a mummy tomb deal. Oh, and wait, Giles and Rodney are both in there at this point, right? Yeah. So it's like really crowded in there. Yeah. And I got to say, okay, I got to say, yikes. This is such a thing with Buffy, man. Uh, maybe it's good training. She always gets stuffed Maybe. into a grave or something. Well, she never seems to mind. She actually gets
1: in them a couple times. Yeah, she's fine with it. Yeah, yeah, not not for long. Just laying there next to the skull. Skulls freak me
0: out. Yeah, I'll, yeah. Well, she'll play she's with the leg slayer. bones. She's and, you fine know. with it. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, not squeamish. <laughs> <laughs> not and potter tries to life suck Willow, but our first girl girl kiss, either of the forehead or lip variety, isn't scheduled <laughs> on this show for a while. So Xander, <laughs> stops her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and also, if you want to kick Xander out of the stupid place, mm-hmm. you threaten Willow.
0: It is totally kick the puppy kind of a thing. It's it like, is. oh no, it is on. Like,
1: the last time Willow was in danger, Xander said he was going to kill the Slayer. Yeah,
0: kill Buffy. Yeah. Willow got hurt
1: <laughs> yes if just if she got hurt you don't fuck with willow right and let xander know about it
0: right you just don't especially when you're not the slayer <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean we all were like huh, okay okay xander but this he actually actually do something mm-hmm. so uh he says that she has to take his life and she's good with that but she starts <laughs> to mummify fully and buffy gets the lid off the of the tomb and commences tearing not and arms off and serves you right for fucking up Giles's puzzle lady he worked hard in that shit
1: and i gotta say it here lives my beloved Zoe, <laughs> somewhat less attractive now that she's all dead and corpseified.
0: <laughs> there you go, people. Xander <laughs> is sad, and the Scoobies are sad for him. I like how they show how bonded the whole group is. In uh, now, at the end of the episode, after being so weird before, uh, in the way that they see how upset Xander is, and all of them, including Giles, just quietly leave with him at school. Xander has noticed that he has the worst taste in women of anybody in the world ever. It will improve, Xander. Give it a few. You are almost there. (laughs) You just got to get over this whole asshole thing. Yeah. Well, he won't. Well, no. No. Shit. He won't. No. Whatever.
1: (laughs) You just got to find some girls that can handle you.
0: Yeah. Yes. That can just handle all of what you are. And then don't cheat on them. No comment. He, he frustrates me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you need like a stress ball I, or something? I, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like strangling myself with a drawstring right now. I don't. Oh, good. Okay.
1: There, have a stress ball.
0: Ah, that's much better. I crush it. <laughs> Buffy says that Notapata wasn't evil to, uh, to begin with and that she had her life taken away from her. Xander recognizes the metaphor that's going on and points out that Buffy did give up her life and do the right thing. In a very similar situation, Buffy made the selfless choice, as she will, over and over again. Uh, Buffy, I think, uh, is showing us partly what the episode was about in her acceptance of dying and her acceptance of no longer being dead. And she credits him with bringing her back. Um, so I think this episode... Um yeah, I mean, we've been over this a little bit, but I think... The uncharacteristic behavior that Buffy has in it. Um, I mean, I think there are, of course, as we talked about, a ton of things. I think it's mm-hmm. still her recovering from being the living dead girl.
1: Oh, yeah, totally. You know? Well, she didn't get a chance in um, School hard right, to really deal with it. Like, she just had to go into Slayer mode and be there. She had to, like, try and juggle everything. She was trying to pretend to be normal for Angel. Mm-hmm. Um, we got you know, some, you know, and some of requires yeah, required like that. Yeah, her mom like telling, that, is telling her, like that she has to try and be perfect, and she's trying to be perfect. So she just didn't have a chance. But now everything's kind of settled down. Right. Like, a lot of us, that's how we deal with things. We go through something really, really, really hard, and everyone's like, wow, you handled that like a champ, But then you fall apart.
0: And Buffy does that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Buffy will bottle and bottle and bottle until she pops.
1: Yeah, totally. So yeah. I think this might have been a little bit of that, because she's just disjointed. If this, yeah. had, if this episode had been number two, mm-hmm. or sorry, if this episode had been number, oh, yeah, number two, or number three, I think we would have questioned it less.
0: Yeah, I think so too. And, and after this, um, I mean, the next episode is Reptile Boy, in which she's overwhelmed with insecurities, and then Halloween, in which she dambles, dambles the shit out of herself. And so you know, I think yeah. it's, we're just seeing her progress coming back from, yeah, totally. from being well, living dead girl, and
1: she is figuring out who she wants to be as a woman. Yes, because she's left girlhood,
0: and that's our and that's our big metaphor for the whole show. Oh
1: yeah, totally. Well, and and hell, I'm I'm 34 and trying to figure out who I want to be as an adult, and I'm going through. Not, not a dissimilar process. I, I don't like to be damseled, but right. you know. But
0: this but is try part of. Yeah, you try on different of, things. You know, yeah, you you go things, a, you know like you go through a transition like this, you will try different stuff to see what fits. You know. Yeah, totally. Like yeah.
1: You're, you'll try and be like your mom, or you'll try and be like the stranger from out of town, or you'll you'll or you'll feel envious of people that you don't have any reason to be envious of. Right.
0: Or like the queen bee at the school, or you'll want to be, mm-hmm. you know, like like. A, girl and, and the, maybe angel was attracted to you yeah, know yeah yeah like the, this
1: uh this gorgeous ex of my boyfriend maybe i should go out and buy yeah. a dress just like hers yeah,
0: hmm. that kind of thing yeah if that would have come up yeah if, if
1: yeah. that was a possibility <laughs> just for a random example <laughs> um <laughs>
0: just pulled it out of the air yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but yeah i i think it, it is just it's another part of that growing up Mm-hmm. You know, and of course, all of her parts got jumbled up because she doesn't know who she is. Yeah. she doesn't know who she is. She doesn't know what she's doing. Like, maybe I could try being research girl. Oh, holy shit! I found something out. Well, that was yeah. boring. Well,
0: yeah. and, and through this episode, we we got from. I mean, because pointedly, she has not thanked Xander um, in previous episodes for saving her life, and this time she kind of she does. I yeah. mean, it, it doesn't doesn't say old corny like "thank you so much for saving my life." Yeah, mm-hmm. She acknowledges that he did, and she's okay with it. So it's kind of this episode has gotten her to there.
1: Yeah, well, and, and he does, like we talked about in the first season, he's always saving people. Mm-hmm. And so her acknowledging his role in the Scoobies right. is that you always save people. You always right. help people. And so, yeah, that's a good way for her to, uh, you know, tell her heart it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it just occurs to me. I, I realize now that this is not dissimilar to Room with a View in Angel.
0: No, I think that's true.
1: Yeah, where Cordelia is in I disempowered love that episode, so, man. Yeah, I, know, I it's so good. love
0: I'm going to say okay, I've heard people don't like that episode. I fucking love that episode. No, I it is episode, epic. Too, too. Yes. I love it. <laughs> but you know, she she
1: does the same thing. She's not yeah. Cordelia. She's disempowered, she's begging, she's pleading, she's crying. Yeah. Um and to then all the of a sudden thing, she's like,
0: oh, no, you know what? The, we should l- when we get to that one, let's look at the timing of the actual episode, like the actual oh. time and see if Cordy comes back right at the same time Buffy comes back oh, as yeah. far as the time and thing no
1: we totally should that'd be really interesting
0: because yeah. it, it is that, that realization that that Buffy has with Giles like, oh my god she's been mummy this whole time is totally like wait I am a bitch yeah <laughs> she doesn't have to
1: have it spelled out Buffy doesn't need that spelled out because right. we she gets that from Angel <laughs> at the end of the season <laughs> um but yeah I think it really is it's just like oh right that's me mm-hmm this is what I do. I'm a slayer, and that's fantastic. And I'm going to be a slayer now. Yeah, yeah. and and once she is the slayer, you're, you you ain't going to stop her. Yeah, no. <laughs> she she I, probably could have run faster than that car. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
0: She just carried it. She would have just carried the car <laughs> on <to> her shoulder. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> she wanted to go kill some shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I and I and uh, I mean I, the the pace of this this episode is sometimes a little tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, but the payoff. When Buffy comes back at the end, it just takes oh, everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do, I mean, it, we it do is so sag
1: it. a little bit. It feels like we sag yeah, a the, little the bit. Yeah, the payoff is so good. Yeah. Also, I mean, uh, the lyrics to the song they're singing, the Dingo song, I'm pretty sure it's about Willow and Oz meeting. I don't actually think it's there for Xander and not Umpala. <laughs> uh,
0: not Umpala. <laughs> Well, she's, also she's an impala she's also not an impala <laughs> 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 not an impada <laughs> there are many things she's not <laughs> yeah, that's true many, like many, a many not things. asshole <laughs> yes uh,
1: so for Xander and Inga Mummy Girl um, <laughs> yeah I, I think it's actually a song for the introduction of Oz to Willow's life that's very interesting yeah so look those up yeah look answers. those up you can turn on the, the subtitles and whatever
0: yeah I yeah. think we've talked this one to death
1: I think so. Alrighty, <laughs> We've talked it into none, <laughs> <the> at least.
0: Hey. <laughs> we ripped its arms off. <laughs> 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 we ripped its arms off and threw it on the floor. Yeah. I want to uh, go eat pie now. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, uh, after all, the dieties Club podcast where all members are exceptional.
1: Peace out, bitches. And scene.